So it's 1998, and I am a senior in Indianapolis, Indiana at North Central High School. Um, earlier that day, I had a friend of mine whose car wouldn't start, so I offered to give him a jump. And I pulled out my jumper cables, connected the positive and the negative to the battery of my car, but did not realize that the positive and the negative other end were touching each other on the ground. So uh, long story short, I broke my car at 17. Um, that's not major, but what happened afterwards is major. I went to my best friend's house to borrow some tools uh, later on that night because I was in going to change out the fuse box because I'd blown it. My friend's name was Paul Brasher, and at that house there was another friend, Adrian, and another friend uh, by the name of Dwayne. And I went over to their house, played little video games. Paul told me that I had already borrowed all of his tools already, so he didn't have any extra tools for me. Uh, and then the conversation went on. We played a few more video games. And then Paul got an idea. Paul said, let's go to the park uh, in the neighborhood. I have some guns I want to shoot off. And uh, Dwayne and Adrian and I all started heading towards the park. And I got to my street. And I heard a small voice say, Johnny, go home. I didn't pay any attention. I took a few more steps. And then it got so loud that I felt it in my stomach. And I couldn't take another step past the street. So I told Paul and Anthony, uh, Dwayne, I uh, keep saying Anthony because his actual name is Dwayne Anthony, but I told Paul and Dwayne and Adrian that I was going to have to catch them later. I'm going to go home. Fast forward the next day, I see Adrian at lunch. The whole lunch period, he has not said one word. He just sat in the corner and stared at the wall. So I go talk to him. I say, Adrian, what's going on? He says, look, uh, you probably don't need to hang around Paul anymore. I say, what happened? I'll put it to you like this. Three dudes went into the park, and two came out. Paul and Dwayne were members of opposite gangs, and they had never fought before. Uh, but th apparently, Dwayne had disrespected another member of the gang, uh, and they told Paul that he needed to take care of that. Fast forward a little further, I'm 17 years old, having to testify in a murder case depositions and having to be a pallbearer for a 16-year-old, and it's pretty traumatic. And with all of this, I'm at the funeral, and I watch the body be lowered, and through all of this, the trial that happened later, and all of the different things that had to go on, the traumatic experience, I never really considered Dwayne's parents. Paul had murdered Dwayne. 
and I had to face his parents because I felt somewhere at fault. There was part of me that felt, well, had I been there, I might have been able to stop this. But maybe had I been there, it might have been four people going in and two people coming out. Uh, I felt bad because I knew Dwayne really shouldn't have been out at night at that time. He really should have been at home. He wasn't supposed to be out. I felt bad about all of these things. And when I finally got a chance to talk to Dwayne's parents, through all the crying and the sadness and the hurt of what had gone on, I apologized to them for any part that I had to have done with this. And they said, we forgive you. Not only did they say they forgave me, they forgave Adrian. And then not only did they say that they forgave me and they forgave Adrian, but they forgave Paul, who's currently serving a 55-year sentence for first-degree murder and, and robbery because he took money off of the body after it was gone. They said they forgave all of us because they were Christians and that was the Christian thing to do. So in the pinnacle of their pain, parents having to bury a teenage son, they still exhibited forgiveness. And that was the best example of a Christian I had ever seen. And who were they being like? They were being like Jesus. Because even in pain and agony, he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Jesus asked for forgiveness for people who were still in the act of crucifying him. Now that's love. It's hard to understand such a sacrifice. It's, it's so hard to understand that some scholars have gone on to say that this verse was actually taken out of certain manuscripts during that time because the people of the time could not understand somebody willing to ask for forgiveness on behalf of somebody trying to kill them. It's hard to understand that. But there Jesus is, showing love, being the Messiah, deciding not to save himself. He petitioned and he pleaded for us. The petition is a, a, a formal request to an authority, a request that's being made on a particular cause. It's an official request that's being made. Jesus made the official request to the Father. But then there's the plea, for they know not what they do. Sometimes you don't have the time to go through all the points of a prayer. You don't have time to, 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 to repeat acts, which is adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. Sometimes you just need help. And I find it okay that I can go to the Father and I don't have to be formal all the time. I can just say, God, help me. A plea is a request made in an urgent matter. And that's what Jesus was doing, not only for them, but for us. Father, forgive them. It's not specific. So I'd like to think in my own mind that he's talking about me too. Because sometimes I don't do everything that I'm supposed to do. 
Sometimes I can be offensive and I'm glad that Father forgive them. It's love. It's love at its highest point. Reminded of a passage of scripture where they said when uh, they had heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, the Pharisees got together to test him. And one of them asked him a question of testament and said, Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? And he said, You should love the Lord with all your heart, all your mind, and all your soul. And another is like it. You should love your neighbor as yourself. And on these two laws hang all the, all the laws and the prophets. Love, no matter what the situation. Love, even at the pinnacle of pain. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do.